Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can I be, like, perfectly honest with you about something? My Talk 1071 is KTMY FM HD1. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve Experience Tuesday edition of the program. On My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Producer Don McClain hanging with us for a little while. Don. Biggest story in the world right now. Mm. It's not a good story. It's not good for us if we want free stuff. We do. And we do. It's good for the creator, though. Absolutely. Which makes me happy for him. Yes. The New York Times has bought Wordle, a game that I've become very dependent on to get me started in the mornings. Yep. Get you, I have wakes to do the brain it. up. That's exactly right. I need to, like, get my critical thinking on. Yes, queen. To get my day started. Get your critical thinking on. You know, and then it wears off by the time I get here. Yes, it does. <laughs> get your think on. Oh, get your, but you uh, know, yeah. This is a seven-figure deal, and it's that means great. that in the low seven figures is what the Times is saying. So let's make up a number. Let's say three million dollars. The creator of Wordle just got. That's, That's pretty good. Pretty darn good, I guess. In the 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 growth of this is what's really fascinating because in November, which wasn't too long ago. It had 90 users. The Wordle website had 90 daily wow. users. And now millions of people are on it. And this person goes from creating a game and then becoming a millionaire within four months, which is just a really, it's a wonderful success story. Happy, happy for the creator. That being said, New York Times makes you pay for stuff. They are paywall people. Mm-hmm. And so I already mad. know what's going to happen. I'm going to have to go to the offshoot Wordles, to the Wordurdles yeah, and all That's of that. That's what I'm going to do. The Taylordle. Taylordle. <laughs> Not playing Loodle, I'll tell you that much. Rocco keeps sending us uh, screen grabs of his guesses on the Loodle game where you just have to guess <laughs> filthy words. Isn't that against our policies? I would like to say, can I file a report against him? Because yes, just signed absolutely. a bunch of policies. Oh, I didn't oh, do I it do yet. That today. I'm still on the old policy. <laughs> oh, so, he is too. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> It's What's the hack, though? What's the hack that you know? You okay, talked to Julia just, about this It's just hack? an offshoot game that is exactly the same thing. So until the cease and desist occurs, we can still use this one. It's it's an app called Wordus. Word U.S. Word Us. Word Us. And it's the exact same game. Now, you might be happy now that Wordle... And by the way, Wordle is still free for the time being, even though the New York Times bought it for now... It is free. We don't know when that switchover is going to take place. But honest to goodness, Donna, this could be good for you if 
it's there's a paywall that you don't feel like paying because Wordle has owned you two days in a row. Yes, I'm going to send you. You got today's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah. I'm going to send you what happened to me again. So what had happened was I got every letter on like the third try except one. And then I kept guessing and kept getting they were actual words that could have been the answer, but kept getting the wrong one because I kept choosing the wrong um well, Final we can, letter. We, let's describe it using yesterday's because yesterday's is okay. It's okay. dead and gone now. Yeah, you you can't play yesterday's now. Okay, right. so yesterday's I, I'm going to have to. Okay, so yesterday's I started with the word thick. Mm-hmm. Then funny, I didn't even make this connection. Then and I got P H I were all part of the word, but they were in the wrong place. Okay. Yeah, and then it's, it seems like you're playing Loodle. Because then I guessed girth. Which is just, you can go through life. The first two guesses for her. And I got another letter. Then, here's where it starts. Then I guessed tight. And I got every letter except for the... (laughs) I didn't even make that connection. Okay, so then I guessed tight. Okay. I got every letter except the first T. So it goes blank and then green, I-G-H-T. So you know you're just a couple of guesses away. How many words can there be that end in I-G-H-T that are five-letter words? So I guessed tight, then sight. That was wrong. So I guessed might. That was wrong. So my final guess was, oh, it's fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't any of those. Oh, that's the first time I lost the game. This was yesterday. The word was light yesterday. L I G H T. (laughs) You know what might? And then the same thing happens to you today, where we won't reveal. No. But the same thing where you figure out the final uh, four letters. Yep. And then you're just struggling your way through, but you get there. I did get there this time on the fourth try, and you get five. Do you get five or six tries? You, six tries, you got okay, there. Okay, I got fifth. it on the fifth. Oh, but it was the same thing. It's like you know another thing that you can do. That now you would assume. I think what you were doing was right. I like to sometimes if I get we're talking wordle strategy, ladies and gentlemen. We're only going to be playing it for a little while longer because the New York Times just bought it and they're going to make us pay while we still enjoy the fun things in life. If I get a couple right, one thing you. I like to do is throw out a totally different word where I'm just getting letter guesses. Okay. So that way, if, and this is not from today, so don't worry, you purist. But if I chose the word about, and then I got two, let's say, yellows, Mm -hmm. then the next word I might do child, where there are no repeating letters, and it would be five brand new letter guesses just to kind of break me out of my mental funk. Because I find that this game can trap you into thinking just about a certain sort of word that's and great, sometimes you need something out of left field that's a great strat- strategy because you can still get there because you know which ones were correct in the first one that's a great strategy i never thought to do that here's a not great strategy at least according to us in the financials that we broke down yesterday tom brady just announced he is officially retiring he did yeah and like yesterday we were talking about if he stayed on through Saturday, he would receive $15 million of a $20 million roster bonus. Uh, roster bonus. Am I saying that correctly? Boy, that uh, doesn't sound right. I blame Myrtle. Like a sign-on bonus? Uh, yeah. And it, it's just for being on the team on a given date. Uh, my guess is he talked with the Bucks, 
And maybe they said, hey, if this is the plan, don't make us look foolish by waiting until Sunday. How about, you know, here's seven and a half million. Just, you know, leave before then. Yeah, you got the other five probably right away. Uh, Yeah, but it says at ESPN, Brady announces retirement and ends a, quote, thrilling ride. Hmm. He says, I've always believed that uh, the sport of football is an all-in proposition. If a 100% competitive commitment isn't there, you won't succeed. And success is what I love so much about the game. There is a physical, mental, and emotional challenge every single day that has allowed me, Donna, to maximize my highest potential. And I've tried my very best these past 22 years. I'm reading Tom Brady's emotional retirement statement. What is your problem? Sorry, my phone just buzzed and it was Rocco. What did he send? He sent me the solution to today's loodle. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Which is really good. <laughs> Wait, does he mean the solution as to how to guess it or how to no, help what that? what the answer was today. Yes, I saw that earlier. <laughs> I blocked him a while back. Don, I'm going to send it okay. to you. What right. a guess, though. I mean, he's because he was... He, here's how Rocco did in loodle he today. He got it in the second one. He got it in the second one, but the first guess, he just had one yellow, and then bang, five for five greens. He is a dirtbag. That's why he's... DJ Rock Dumpster. He's it's just doing all sorts basement. of. Maybe it's just really affected his. I think it has. <laughs> yeah, he needs to come up out of the mole hole, see some daylight, and read a book. All right, I'll put this down. I'm going to shut my phone off. All right, we got to take a break. Uh, uh, we have all sorts of. It's, yes, it's that Damn. time. Uh, all sorts of fun stuff that is coming your way today. When we come back, we, speaking of waking the brain up, Donna. We're going to start with uh, little things that make you go, huh, that's a brain teaser. Popeye. <laughs> I just said it to Don. I'm going to tell you something. Can I tell you what letter it starts with, everybody? No! I think that's a good idea to tell everybody. It starts with a Q. A fun fact about Popeye when we come back on Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, everyone knows the Y is a terrific place to run, swim, stretch, and work on your fitness goals. Well, of course, but did you know that they also offer other benefits that improve your whole person well-being? That's right. The Y offers health coaching, acupuncture, mindfulness, and yoga. Yeah, so you can better your body and your mind. Oh, my gosh. Join the Y by January 31st and get $0 enrollment. Go to YMCANorth.org. Good morning. Welcome back. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071. Morning, everybody. Everything entertainment. Calm down over there, buddy boo. Are you guys calm down? Because I was trying to, first of all, Tom Brady retired. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was reading his emotional statement after a <laughs> 22 year commitment to the game. He's been a fixture in pop culture and, of course, the sport of football, the most popular sport in our country for 22 years. <laughs> and as I was delivering it, and I was actually getting a little choked up myself. Um, you guys started laughing, and I realized Rocco we had did. ruined the show again. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. I remember yeah. that. Rocco plays a game called Loodle, which is an offshoot of Wordle, but it's kind of lewd. an offensive lewd version of the game. Mm-hmm. I don't play Wordle, but I think you should I'll play, play Loodle. Loodle. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Don, Maybe what's I'll your problem? What's Why won't problem? you play Loodle? You feel like you'd, you'd be good at Loodle. Um, you know, I think that I just she's a she's not a follower. Yeah, if everyone else is doing something, I don't want to. 
And then when people start talking about that thing, it makes me not want to do it even more. But <laughs> there's no, nothing you have... more boring than hearing people talk about Wordle. That's because you're not playing. playing. Yeah, that's why you need to play. Yeah, you got to play. I don't wanna, I don't you know. can't stop I'm the afraid. conversation. I'm also I'm afraid like things like this that are free could be taking our information. Oh, for know, sure, they like, all are. Like just I I don't know. Like that Face app that was out for a while, and then yeah. we found out that the Russians stole all of our images. Oh yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's exciting to be part of a crime, though. <laughs> you know? It's a story to tell. I think that it just isn't... I find myself having very little time to do things that I just want to do. Mm. That's fair. So, well, last I, thing on fun, Wordle. Though, just so you know, it's really fun. I got Wordle today in under 60 seconds. <laughs> Donna, I'm not saying it as a braggy mm, thing. I'm just sharing my victories. Way. It only sounds that way because you've sucked hard at the game two days in a row. That's true. Also, my wife got it yesterday in two guesses. And uh, when when she hits you with that, share the image and then shows you the colored blocks, it's pretty freaking impressive. You you're, sit down there and you're like, huh. Dawn just fell asleep. Dawn. Dawn. A lot of people say Popeye was sexist. Oh, I kind of was. Sexy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I meant. What did it come out as? Uh, no, nobody says that, but now I've got Donna taking the bait. <laughs> Popeye didn't always get strength from spinach. In the early comic strips, he got his power from rubbing what? Uh, he, rubbing a lamp. Okay. Oh. Are we going safe? back to Loodle? We're not going back to Loodle. <laughs> okay. Rubbing. I know this because MC is a huge fan of Popeye and knows everything about it. How cute is that? You I, do know yeah, this or he, you should I know this? I should know this because he told me like literally about three weeks ago. I don't know, though. I didn't take it in, apparently. Pop. <laughs> so, MC, if you're ever wondering, started talking about is she Wordle. listening to me? Does she listen when I talk? <laughs> I just gave her all these sweet Popeye facts, and she just sort of gave me that glazed overlook. This, this is what she heard. <laughs> and Dawn's like, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. oh, he's the rabbit? What? No way. Wow. All right, what is it? Popeye didn't always get his strength from spinach in the early comic strips. He got his power from rubbing a magic hen. Oh, I like that. Oh. I don't. But I think it's important for kids to know that spinach makes you strong it doesn't you know that's big spinach got involved in that cartoon there's no, no way spinach you want to develop antioxidant it's great it's no, it's doing jack for your muscles guys if you want to grow lean muscle fibers no, or bulging biceps yeah. like freaking popeye actually yeah. i think it was his forearms spinach isn't gonna this episode is brought to you by snapple Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Do it? You can need protein. to pound some protein. That's right. Mm-hmm. He should have been yeah, housing a T-bone. Need all of it, though. It's you. It's not just about one thing. The the correlation of Mr. spinach. Watermelon diet. Oh, watermelon diet. <laughs> The correlation of spinach to his bulging muscles, which we in the gym world, Donna, would call a sweet, sweet pump. Spinach ain't doing jack for your pump. By the way, when you get a sweet pump, it feels so good. All right, stop saying pump. It's what it's called. It's when the blood rushes to that one area of the body when you start Steve to... Steve was playing Loodle, by the way. No, I wasn't! <laughs> yeah, it's actually pumps, because that's five words. <laughs> When you start to work one specific muscle over and over, all the blood goes to that area, and then that area gets bigger. This is how blood works in the body. Oh, if you catch Dr. my drift, Patterson. Donna Valentine. You just stop it with your pump. That's what happens. The blood causes the pump, and that's why guys go in, and at the end of a bicep workout, you feel like you can hardly move your arm, and your arm, if they measured it, it'd be like an inch bigger at the end of the workout because of the blood flow. You've been directing the blood straight to that area okay oh i want to do protein right now oh you sound like you're on roids <laughs> i've been trapped in this closet too long people just keep throwing up in my house I'm just like, oh, no. somebody you else last night now? somebody else last night oh, just keeps gosh. going we get six days in between then five days in between oh, and you're just like oh man so and it's sorry. tough to watch kids um, throw up. I really want to yeah, protect them. I remember feeling so scared of that. Yeah. And I had a moment. Hopefully, you he can't hear me. He's right across the wall from me. But but my nine year old last night, he was. I could tell. We could tell something was off, and he's starting to feel kind of weird. He's just talking different, giving us sort of this like worried look that he doesn't know that we know. Oh. And I said, buddy, why don't we let's go into the bathroom? And he's like, okay. And when they agree to like let's go sit down in the bathroom, you know something's up. And then he's sitting there. And they always get really nervous if they hear about anybody throwing up. No wonder. It feels like your body's turning inside out. It's a horrible thing. But he was sitting there. I said, how do you feel right now? And I'm squatted down. He's sitting on a little stool right in front of the toilet. And he said, I don't think I feel too sick right now. And then he looked at me and he said, but I feel scared. And oh, like, my oh, gosh. my gosh. Oh, so I scoop him up. I'm hugging him. I, my heart. And I was oh. like, listen, buddy. You're going to be okay, Mom and Dad. We're going to be right here the whole time. And if it happens, we'll be right with you, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, and then I was happy I was actually able to be there with him when it was happening, oh, a little wow. bit later. Such a different parenting style than my parents had. <laughs> I don't feel good. Well, let go puke. <laughs> oh. I know. I said, I wonder if part of me is like hugging my own myself so, you know if there's like a psychological are. thing of like, yeah, like feeling so nervous guys. about it it's great oh god do you it's guys so have nice. like ginger ale and saltines in the house yeah they actually they're sold out of saltines there's been a saltine shortage for a, for months now not just norovirus fueled you are kidding no not any at target last week I not a one bad. i just 
kind of ditched a pack yesterday from my soup. You're like one of the early jacket pockets. Oh, <laughs> I heard that. guys, send them in. Years ago. That was in storage. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> they taste just as good now, aged four years. Okay. You guys are like the early toilet paper hoarders. You're the problem. Uh, I know. All right, hey, when we come back, Dawn. I've got a show for you. I was going to watch this, Donna. You need to watch it. Oh. Everybody needs to watch it. It's a riot. I'll tell you what it is. Coming right up. Experience. Steve Patterson. We've got producer Don McLean hanging with us for a little while longer. Hey, thanks, Don. <laughs> I have a show suggestion. It's kind of... It's kind of... Um, something that you have to be all in for like the remember when i was watching kevin can bleep himself yes mm-hmm. did you ever watch that one dawn i didn't but i got the joke and i think that this is something where you have to get the joke you definitely have to get the joke and the joke is already in the title yeah. which is called the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window <laughs> right. <laughs> right and it's starring Kristen bell who is a woman who lost her daughter tragically. Mm. And this hot guy moves in across the street and she thinks she witnesses a murder. But it's the same old formula yeah. of every psychological thriller, lifetime television for women kind of vibe. You're right. Girl on the train. The exactly. The yes. The girl with the tattoo, whatever, yeah. all that. Um, so... It's really fun to watch because it's a, a satire. It's totally making fun of the genre because it's always the same formula. Right. And so what they do, they're basically tipping their hat to the formula with like a tongue-in-cheek kind of thing. But she plays it straight. Everybody is playing it straight. But sometimes you forget that you're watching a joke and like I'll go, oh right, like that would ever happen. Yeah. Like, Wait a minute, they're doing that on purpose. And then my roomie's like, yeah, Donna, they, that's the joke. And I'm like, oh, I forgot for a second, you know. So that's kind of the fun of the ride. Who else is in it with Kristen Bell? Um, anybody, anyone uh, of note? Nobody that I recognize. Uh, I'd have to take a look at the cast. You know, like the list of the cast. There's a, a guy with an Australian accent. Um, yeah, it's nobody that. I have picked up on what streaming services. This is Netflix. It Netflix. Bumped, okay. uh, Ozark was number one, and this bumped it. It's number. Oh, really? Yeah, it's the number one show on Netflix right now. Oh, I gotta try this. You know, I love Kristen Bell. She's so good, there, and she's gorgeous too. I read. I was gonna bring it up on the other show because it bumped Ozark, of course, and also there were all of these critics that were really putting it down and giving bad reviews, and I'm like. Maybe they don't get the joke. Yeah, you don't, you don't, like they just said it was just the joke is the title and that's it and there's nothing there. And then they went on to say a lot of (laughs) she-she-poo-poo stuff that's like, well, you know, maybe you just don't get it. And maybe people want to laugh. Yeah, or maybe I'm giving it too much credit. I don't know. No, no, I think that they're being overly critical, critical, critical. Critiky. They're being very critiky. Critics can't be fun people to watch shows with. Yeah. It's in the title. They're looking for something to criticize, to critique. I don't think that they go in like the rest of us do, which is, all right, it's 9.30 on a Tuesday night. Let's see what this does. Right. They hold it to a lot of stuff to too high a standard. 
I you I'm could be right in about this. that. I think it's worth like watching an episode or two. Like the I, what episode am I on? I think I'm on episode three. They're they're quick episodes. They're not super long or anything. Okay. I think they're half hours. And you know when one ends, I'm like, oh, now I got to watch the next episode. So, so they are leaving you on quasi cliffhangers. Yes. Okay, that's fun. Definitely. I mean, there's so many funny things that. I, <laughs> I don't want to give anything away. There's like funny things that happen that go along with the formula, but then they throw a wrench in it, you know? Right. Like, yeah. I like, definitely have to watch like this. how her daughter died, for example. And that and that's I'm not giving anything away. I'm pretty sure that's in the trailer. Yeah. But um it's just so stupid. <laughs> Good. I'll have to watch it. I think that dark humor, you and I Yeah, we gravitate towards that. Yeah, I think you should check it out. Don, what was that old show that you liked on FX, In the Shadows? What we do in the shadows? What we do in the shadows, yeah, that's just a straight out comedy about vampires. Oh, that's where I'm thinking dark. Yeah, yeah, that is hilarious. Um, Yeah, but no, I found the article. This is a, it was a Forbes article about this show and how it bumped, bumped it, but then it's just talking about how critics are really coming down on it is just I, a, a fluff show that really isn't it 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 kind of substance. is it's just i think rotten tomatoes has it and again if you're just joining us we're talking about the netflix show starring Kristen bell the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window <laughs> i think you're either down with it or you're like okay i get the joke the joke is the title and that's where it ends right or you're like i'm gonna go along for the ride it's gonna be fun yeah yeah um, so I think it's 50-50 on Rotten Tomatoes the last time I looked. Right. So, like, the audience and critics were kind Oh, yeah, of- wow. 51 uh, critics, 52% audience score. Boy, you don't see that line up that often. No, you really don't. So this is clearly a love it or loathe it kind of a show. I think so. Huh. I think okay. so. But I, I love watching Kristen Bell. She's so fun to watch. Um, she plays, she's just such a great character and she's all in anyway so again it's on netflix if you want to check it out thank you i'm gonna go no donna no, stick around no. okay i watched a little bit of the betty white special last night oh too. did anybody see any of it no i did uh, not may i i meant to uh i meant to record that um i did record it and you know it's just it's just basically a tribute people talking about her on um, I know Cher did a version of Thank You for Being a Friend. She sang that. Then there was Tina Fey, Brian Cranston. Um, he was really cool to watch because his parents, I did not know this about Brian Cranston, but his parents were actors. Oh, I didn't oh. either. And they were on Betty White's first show, which was called uh, Life with Elizabeth, something yes, like that. Yes, I think that's it. And I do think that's it. They played these young neighbors. Of Betty White and her husbands, and really? they were pitching a jingle or something. I'm not really sure what the show is actually about, but I think we have a clip of this in our preparation. My parents years. were actors. My father and mother worked with Betty in 1952. She was doing her show, Life with Elizabeth. Del Moore played her husband and their neighbors, these young kids, as they call them, the kids, came over and pitched an idea for some commercial jingles. All of them were terrible ideas. <laughs> But the very best is the fit you get when you wear Fitzsimmons shoes. <laughs> to be able to see my parents having fun and engaging 
with Betty White. It was really heartfelt for me. So they just had little vignettes of celebrities talking like that. Just when they met her, um, there was, uh, I think it was Tina Fey who was talking about. No, it was, um, oh my God, what's the guy's name who got hurt in the accident? Walmart. Oh, Oh, uh, Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan was talking about how um, he just wanted a picture with her and how flirty she was. And then you've got all this old footage of her throughout the years on various talk shows and how quick-witted she was. There were bloopers of her from Hot in Cleveland. Um, It was just really fun to, to watch her career. I stand by, you mentioned her appearances on these late night talk shows. Uh, I linked it up weeks ago. You can find it on YouTube today. Betty White and Joan Rivers on The Tonight Show. I want to see that. Was like nine minutes of just rat-a-tat-tat, back and forth. Like they were roasting each other. It was so stinking funny. All right, we have to definitely watch it. I wonder, I didn't stay up for the whole thing, so I wonder if that was actually part of the broadcast. But Yeah, it makes you wonder. It just makes you realize what a lovely person she was. She was kind to everybody. Loved animals, as you know, mm-hmm. as we all know. And she was funny. Like, there was, um, oh, gosh, during the Oscars, I think Jimmy Fallon asked her if she would be part of a sketch with John Hamm where she's trying to teach him dance moves. And he's like, it would just be something like that. Would you do it? She goes, yeah, no, no problem. She did it in one take, and it was the take that they used. She oh, just wow. improvised the whole thing. Wow. And it was so funny. And she's like trying to teach him, and she's like, um, back that sucker up. I mean, she's just like, and she's like in her 80s. You know, then they had the Dusty Muffin yes. sketch mm-hmm. last night. So if you get a chance to go back and rewatch the Betty White special from last night, definitely do that. Nothing better than when something arrives early in the mail. When you're expecting it a day later and it arrives early. Yes. I just got, was expecting. Uh, the book uh, that I got highly recommended on Instagram, The Tattooist of Auschwitz. Oh, yeah. And I thought it was going to arrive today. Oh, that's the book, because I didn't get to hear what book you were expecting. That was a part of Yes, that. and okay. it's It's technically a novel, uh, but it's based on true events. And so there's a little preface of, look, we take some liberties here, but this is based on a, a true story and a real account of a Slovakian Jew who uh, went to Auschwitz, was taken to Auschwitz, and um, ended up finding love in a concentration camp. And it's it's great. Here's the the bonus is I got it. Everybody just kept recommending it. Once I said, hey, I am going to read this. More people were like, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Guess what? This sucker's like 280 pages. Oh, that's it's great. Like how I feel about movies. I just so desperately want them to be less than two hours. I feel this way about books. If you can keep it under 300 pages, <laughs> we're doing great. Stephen King. Uh, right? Trust me. Oh, gosh. I know that all too well. But um, really, I, I just read the first 40 pages last night and starts starts great right away. And I mean great in that you're reading a story about the Holocaust. And it is just... It's it, hard. Like, it's soul-shaking so as interested. to what yeah, people went through. Um, and just the the... The terror, the the heartache, what they saw, the brutality, it you know all of those feelings. If you've ever read anything, uh, spent any time studying or reading about people's accounts of the Holocaust, it, it shakes you. So people are saying like it's a great read, but you know that it's going to be a, a difficult read yeah. as well. So again, that book is called The Tattooist of Auschwitz.
Okay, thank you. And you did start it? Yep, 40, 40 pages. 40 pages you, in. Oh, you said 40 pages in. Okay, my bad. Yep. Um, oh, good, 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 good. I'm interested to hear. I don't, I don't think I'm going to read it with you, Steve. Sorry. That's okay. No, I, I'm okay. You, you know, like, I love you. I'm okay if we, if we never read anything together again. Okay. Donna. I kind of hurt my feelings, but I, it's fine. All right. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, if you see something, you should say something. You saw something. Yeah, Ricky Gervais, your boy, your BFF, yeah, your we best both love friend. Um, I wonder if you're going to agree with what he has to say about what you should and should not be able to joke about. Hmm. Tell you what he said when we come back. Don and Steve on my talk. Good morning. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Where talk is fun. Speaking of fun, Steve's got a story about Ricky Gervais. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Now, Donna Off-Air will often say she wishes more people got canceled. (gasps) That's not true. Oh, there you go. There we go, Donna. Cancel culture kind of feels like it came and not went, but it really burned bright there for a moment where it was like, you know, Target practice. Who else can we find? Let's get them canceled. Let's cancel them. It almost feels like cancel culture is uh, sort of... So it's become a bit of a joke where people don't take it seriously. Like, oh, okay, cancel that. You know, it's it lost uh, some of its initial punch. That being said, Ricky Gervais still talking a little bit about it and things that could get people canceled. Tell me what you think of what he had to say here. Quote, there's no subject you shouldn't joke about. It depends on the joke. It depends on your angle, right? I think a lot of this pious offense comes from people mistaking the target of the joke with the subject. You can joke about anything, but it depends on what the actual target is. I mostly agree with that. Yeah. And I do too, except in the context of who you are, like we don't want Bill Cosby joking about drugging women drugging women or rape you know yeah yeah i don't think i jibe with it totally i mean when you watch his specials he'll go anywhere he will say anything and for him yeah he's got a certain finesse with it that's like wow you kind of excuse it because you're like oh no he's talking about this you know right Um, i think louis ck also has that ability yep you know, when I get, I'll tell you the one time I got uncomfortable was when I was watching a roast and there were a lot of jokes about how Pete Davidson's father died in 9 11. Mm-hmm. That felt icky. Ooh. Yeah. But I also 
don't think it should necessarily be off limits because I think you take these these painful situations and it's a way of dealing with them. Mm-hmm. I think humor it helps alleviate some of that pain in saying things that are just so, so jarring. Right. And, you know, it's always sort of, it's just, I, th- I can think of a few things that just feel like icky to me of like, okay, you shouldn't have done that. Like or like Holocaust? joking about defenseless yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. This is one thing that I think, I don't know, I think that'd be pretty tough. Yeah. But Ricky Gervais would say you can, but you got to figure out, you can joke about anything, but it's about who your actual target is. Sometimes, though, that can get a little lost on the audience where you might have a highbrow version of the joke that you were trying to tell. Like, well, here's what I really meant. But sometimes it's what the masses interpret it as, which is where the damage can be done. Comedy is a funny thing because it is a place where, and there's a there's a beauty to it, the freedom that you have to joke about things, to have, you know, gallows humor, to be able to laugh in the face of almost anything. But then it's also this, you know, this playground where it seems like you can joke about something uh, there that just kind of gives you that license, whereas if your boss said it to you in a workplace, meaning it as a joke, right. you get fired. Yeah, true. You know, so yeah, it's that yeah. weird inconsistency. Inconsistencies always make me feel a little weird. I don't always have a solution for yeah, it, sure. but I just am like, this, What? it's okay here, but not there. Right, exactly. You know? And I think that's his point. Like, every person has something that they don't want you to joke about, but you don't know every person's subjective point of view or their taste. So sure. You can't please everyone, so yeah, you know, I, I'm turning towards maybe yeah he's right well, I, you guys, I, I think you go. i was just gonna say i think if everybody had a clearer understanding of the of stand-up comedy and humor or took some kind of class that we all were on the same page which will never happen it would be different you're always going to have someone who's going to be offended by something you said. True. Sure. Like, I yep. remember, I don't know if you guys watched um, A Piece of Work, the Joan Rivers uh, documentary. Yes, yep. You know, she had made a joke about deaf people, and someone came up to her or yelled something out during her show, and she was she just clapped back and said that her mother was deaf. And I thought she was lying about it in the moment. Just for a comeback. Yeah. And I believe her mom actually, you know, she grew up with a deaf mother. And so she was making this this joke about deaf people. And I I think that's one of the the points that Ricky Gervais is making is maybe it depends on where you're coming from. Mm. Yeah. Or or what your experience is with something. I don't know. Yeah. It's so tricky, Steve. It's tricky. I let's it's tricky, Ricky. I brought it up because I know that you just watched the Ricky Gervais show, The uh, Afterlife. Right. Yeah. And you're were in your feelings about Ricky Gervais's shows and all the work he's done. So I don't have any answers for it. I'm just telling you what he said. I think he has a new stand up um special coming. Oh, maybe this he's setting the table for hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I think he is laying everything. Yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt it because he has done some he's joked about some pretty rough stuff before. See yeah. now I probably wouldn't 
uh, feel comfortable sitting through an entire Ricky Gervais stand-up, oh, I'm would. guessing. But <laughs> I can't find a better guy than, than him at the Golden Globes taking pot shots at Hollywood's elite. I always find very entertaining. I would take him as the every other year host at the Golden Globes. I hope they bring the Golden Globes back next year to I television. I hope Me the party too. returns. Let's let's get them on. They're working on the things that they so grossly missed, like including um, uh, everybody in on, on the conversation. So maybe we'll see it again next year because it was really so. pretty much canceled. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. By the way, his um, his special dropped yesterday. Oh. It came out yesterday. It's called Armageddon. Donna. He wants it to get canceled ahead of his uh, ahead of the oh. show. <laughs> or he wants to get canceled before it comes out. But it's already out. And let's see, where can you see it? I'm assuming it's Netflix, right? Isn't that where all his stuff is? Yeah, I think so. Actually. I don't know. Maybe not yet in the U.S. Maybe it's just... Oh, you know, they release things at a different so time. Thing, you guys. Donna, you're doing fine. Thanks, Steve. You got it, buddy. You're my buddy, boo. Uh, let's see here. We have a we have a good old show in store for you. You think we've blown through all our content in hour one? Oh, Nay. hell no. Nay. <laughs> uh, there is some beef, I guess, between Nelly and Madonna <gasps> because of a photo that Madonna posted. We'll mm-hmm. tell you what Nelly had to say. That's coming up here at... Uh, 10 o'clock. At 11 o'clock, we're going to go through... Look, BuzzFeed does these lists all the time, but they came out with a list of life-changing movies. What we will be doing then is figuring out, do we think these are life-changing movies? A, and maybe even more importantly, more elementary to that, have we even seen these movies? It'll be an embarrassing time for us, I'm sure. That's coming up today at 11 o'clock. Don, go take a smoke break, my friend. Oh, great. You earned it. Thanks, Don. Thank Bye. Bye. DJ, DJ Rock, Rock Dumpster. Dumpster. <laughs> Dumpster. Coming in. Uh...